All right, we're back, Barstool Buddhas. I'm Jai. Rip. And so we've got some accompaniment this morning. The we na- do. The neighbor's dog Kevin. is having a fit. His name is Kevin. So I mean, Shut the hell up, Kevin! Yeah, Kevin, just shut up. Just shut up, Kevin. But you know what? He's actually more pleasant than some of the people we'll be talking about today. <laughs> True. And the noise he makes is almost tolerable compared. Yeah. So, and uh, we stepped in it. Recently, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this is the election special, guys. So you know, uh, vote early, vote often. Limited <laughs> offer to the blue states, Democrats only. You can't do that down here. I meant to have my little "I've already voted" sticker on. Yeah, I yeah. did vote, um, and it was a the normal, weird, strange thing in the polling people. You know, you kind of got harassed, didn't you? Well, I didn't know if I was actually in a mortuary or a old polling place. <laughs> but you know, God bless them. They're old. They got nothing to do, and they do volunteer. They are patriotic. They do that. We'll cover that in a minute, but I want to talk about Joe Joe Biden. Um, we call him Enema Number One last week. Enema, some people not enemy. Got, enema. Some people got upset because we didn't show enough empathy and sympathy. Because I actually said I don't have any more for him. And 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 let me clarify that he's a human being. You know, he deserves a certain amount of respect yes, and, yeah, and yeah. empathy and compassion for what he's going through. But he's going to drag our ass through something we don't want to go to. And like I told you, I don't want no nuclear war. Nope. Nobody wants to see deep fried jai. <laughs> no Especially deep fried jai. jai. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. So, you know, I want to clarify that. I yeah. do have a certain <clears throat> amount of empathy, respect, and compassion for a guy that's that old. He's an elderly man and everything, yeah. but he's a statesman, and they've put him in a position of power. He's got his finger on the nuclear button. Well, you know, again, to those people who are offended, I'm sure I'm going to offend you again, so just stay tuned. Hey. Right? Okay. We're doing our job. So if, as far as Joe Biden goes on the politician's side, you know, the more he tries to talk, the things that he does get out of his mouth sounds just like Obama. This is Obama 2.0. There's only one person that makes Joe Biden look good. Who's Fetterman. That? Oh, yeah, Fetterman. Yeah, so we'll talk about him, and we'll get a lot of dings about that one. Oh, so, boy. But, you know, we want to make sure that the people know we just don't pick on one side or the other. You no. know, we have the feeling that a lot of the people in Washington have been there too long. doesn't matter the party affiliation. Some of us getting all screwed up. Uh, Liz Cheney is now stumping for Democrats. We've got um, Tulsi Gabbard stumping for Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just well, that's a good thing because yeah, people are looking at the <laughs> issues and they're saying, wait a minute. I don't want to belong to the club if the club's not going to serve me and the needs of this country. So this, I see this good trend. Right. Get out of the box. Yep. Go vote for what is in your heart, your pocketbook, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. But we got a guy up there, um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Now, he's a Republican, and he's old um, school. He's a Dixocrat kind of guy. Kind of. Yeah, we've got a Republican name. but Yeah. And one might argue that he's done a lot of good things for this country, and I'm probably sure you could dig some up. Done a lot for Kentucky. But, you know, he I allegedly he was just found guilty of faking his own life for decades. <laughs> He's been proudly inauthentic since 1958. <laughs> and we live in Tennessee, so we're real close to this guy. We're hoping he's not communicable. <laughs> We, we don't need him down here. I mean, he's the, he's the most Democratic Republican I've ever seen in my life. So anyway, so then we got we got Mr. Fetterman up in Pennsylvania. Just had a wonderful debate. Well, again, I want to say the guy. You know, the, the thing that came back from the left was, isn't he brave? Doesn't he have humility? Yes, he does, and he is for doing what he's doing. But you know what? I remember a time when we had the best and the brightest mm-hmm. to choose from for our leaders. Now, Mr. <laughs> Fetterman. Is what Mr. Fetterman is, and God bless him for trying. 
But you know what? I don't want that guy as one of the 100 people in the Senate. And the Senate is where the power is. It is truly where the power uh, is. And you know what? And Dr. Oz, (laughs) you'll put them both in a bag and throw them in the river. I'm not going to miss either one of them. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not a threat. (laughs) It's just a phrase. (laughs) Lock them in a closet till Armageddon will be fine. So. Uh, but, you know, I feel sorry for the guy. And, you know, he, you can see that he's really trying hard. But with his history, I have no reason to believe that he's in any kind of shape no. if he hadn't had a stroke. No. Even if he hadn't had the, the, the situation. That guy does not belong, in my opinion, in the United States Senate. No. And neither does his opponent. And neither do several other people running. Where where have all the good guys gone, the good girls gone? Whatever you are, whatever the gender nomenclature yeah. is for this. Oh, God. Where are you at? Why are you hiding out? Did you ever read uh, Atlas Shrugged? Yes. Well, I think this may be Chapter 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The people that can do, would do, yep. could do, they're not doing. They're nope. sitting this and that. Somebody, there's a lot of people yeah. on the sidelines. It's a problem. So, you know, and then again, we can roll on down to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, I wrote this before her husband got attacked, and I want to say we're really sorry that the man gets attacked in his house. Just, with yeah, a that's hammer, terrible. It's just with with a hammer. You'd think you'd be used to it by now, but with living with her, but I mean, she's got the gavel and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, somebody breaks in and that's, tries to kill you with a hammer, beats you with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the state of affairs is getting completely out of hand. But yeah. then again, what we were going to say about Nancy? She, I think she's eighty-two. Yeah, yeah. God bless her. You know who? Th- who? Th- she's gone by the cell date several times. Uh, but <laughs> man, you're special. <laughs> she's still aggressively straddling the House of Representatives. That's one way to put yeah, it. Yeah, she claims stiff resolve and firm support for most of the members of the House of Representatives. But I think some of that support's dwindling. Mm-hmm. I think if this election goes. Uh, really badly, they're going to use an excuse to get rid of her. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a wholesale. Wiping of the slate on the left side. Well, you know, I think we need to clean the whole damn mess up on either side. Yeah. And then we got Kamala Harris. Did you see her on TV in front of the yellow school bus? I love a yellow school bus. We all love it. You know, the wheels on the bus. I was waiting around. for that to start. Wheels on the, the bus go around and around. Except in San Francisco, it's a trolley car. <coughs> so... But you know what? She's single-handedly proving scientific basis for the proposition that only 10% of the human brain is used. Yes. And you can still walk around doing that. So when she opens her mouth, it's like, what did she say? Now, you may not like what you and I say. Sure. That may be stupid, and we may have some (laughs) country-fied look at the world. Yeah. But you could probably pick out where we're right or wrong Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. not doing something proper. Nope. No clue what she's talking about. What the hell did she say? So... I'm counting on the Democrats, which is a really, really bad place to be, that they're going to get rid of old Joe after the election when it goes bad. But they're going to have to get rid of her to do something to put somebody in right. there. And I think they'll probably do that to arrange for the general election. they got to have a viable candidate. Right. And she would just leave. Oh, she's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> enough of that. And then we got Donald Trump. <laughs> Now, we got to be careful with Donald Trump. He's got a lot of support, but I see him as a spoiler. I think that he's the road into the White House in 2024 for the Democrats because he's so divisive at this yeah, point. That's the people, problem. People are tired of being on one side or the other and throwing rocks. People are starting to figure, like, we've got to have some place where the whole damn thing runs. you got to have the moderates in the middle to get anything won. And I 
He turns, like, about, he turns a lot of people off. I like the values that he mm-hmm. he proposes. I, the methodology is not so great. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, saying what he says and doing what he does, it it's, entertains a certain base. And I smile at it where the left, they're, they're, oh, they're having they're, cramps and yeah. getting in med- medication <laughs> and whatever they do with that. But I, I think uh, he's a problem. Yeah. Uh, he is a problem, you know. Um, so that's a big deal. So, mm-hmm. you know, the election, like I said, I've already voted. And uh, I won't tell you how I voted. You can probably guess. But uh, <laughs> I just felt like it was time to make a stand, a strong stand, for one side to balance it. Now, I'm a no fan of every Republican I've ever seen. Like I said, we just mentioned Mitch McConnell. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of them that I've never cared for. Professional yeah. politicians are the problem for everyone. The guy out in Utah. What is that guy's name? Mitt Romney? He is in Utah, isn't he? Where's yeah. Mitt yeah, Romney? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's a Republican, but you know what? <clears throat> no. No. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> it, stop making it about your team. Yeah. Start making it about the whole Game, yes, because the game's going to blow up. They're going to take the stadium away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting to that point. So, um, pay a little attention to what's really going on. And so, to uh, to cover that, I we were going to talk about uh, a thing I was seeing, and you know, people are talking about China's going to go into a digital economy, digital yeah. currency. India's moving real central quick bank too. digital currency. Yeah, I don't like that idea. That's that's a that's the it's the end of freedoms. Yeah, they can track everything you're exactly. doing. It's like that one credit card company. If you go out and buy ammo or a gun, it shows up. And uh, the next thing you know, they're canceling your account. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard that some people get their bank accounts canceled if they, they're they on Twitter or whatever and prove to be too conservative, too right-wing. Really? Yeah, they get bounced. Yeah. And uh, look what happened to Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, well. he's mouthing off in ways that are... I'm just going to say pretty demented sometimes, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. polite. But they just wiped him out this week. They took yeah. all these accounts. He lost a billion dollars. Now, nobody likes what he's saying. And if you're sponsoring him, you've got to be careful because you're running a business. But you know what? We start need to start putting some value propositions and weighing who these people are who are saying this. Are they actually of consequence? You know, do you need to cancel everybody? You know, how big an influencer are they? Well, he influences some people, but I guarantee you the people he's influenced, they're probably sitting home on election day on their Xbox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Smoked up and eating Cheetos, man. Yeah, allegedly, right? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Supposedly, maybe. Uh, so, But I wanted to really, the story I told you about a couple of years ago, I went through the Newark Airport, scenic spot of Garden State, um, and the they Garden have, State. Yeah, that's what that's what they come out. So I'm in this big terminal. They have they have a big terminal over there, and it, it has a lot of restaurants. It was looking pretty good. Yeah. Food court, not bad. And I was on my way to India, and I was hungry, getting ready to get on a 16 hour flight or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, plain food is not great. Okay. It's not even plain. It's not that it doesn't get mm-hmm. there uh, unless you're in first class, of course. So anyway, I decided I go get something, and I sat down, and they have these little iPads. You've got to order off the iPad, right. and you have to pay with credit card. Well, I've always been very careful with my credit card, mm-hmm. where I use my credit card. I'm in another state. I'm in an airport. Where do you think fraud's going to happen? Well, yeah. So I don't want to do that. I want to pay cash, and they won't let me pay cash. Wouldn't let you pay cash? No cash. This is the digital society coming true. So I go, and I complain. Well, I've got two hours till my plane takes off, so <laughs> i got a lot of complaining time. <laughs> So I actually called for the general manager of that area. I had a talk with him. He yeah. was a nice person. But I, they said to me, I said, well, 
She said, you don't understand. It was a woman, actually. She said, you don't understand why we're doing this. I said, well, that's great because that's what the question's about. Exactly. <laughs> I said, last time I checked, this was legal tender for all debts and services in the United States. And right. basically, that's what we live by. Mm. She said, well, we're trying to protect our employees. Protect the employees? I said, from what? <laughs> from being from being held up, theft. I said, you have that problem in the airport? In the airport. you got 75 <laughs> policemen I can see down this hallway and the TSA. In TSA. <laughs> and you got a hot, probably a militia in the background. <laughs> you got a hotline of the Pentagon of when the planes go wonky. <laughs> I said, I figured this out. Your employees are stealing your blinds. Mm. You don't want them taking your cash. And I said, I'm not eating here. I said, you know, I'm, I just don't need to eat here. This is ridiculous. It's one thing. If you'd have told me something, well, this is why we're doing it, and this is just a plan. We have no way of taking it. I would have probably eaten. But when you lie to me yeah. that you're protecting your employees. Didn't it start with they didn't have menus? They didn't have menus. Well, they had menus on the yeah. on the, on the iPad. Right. So, oh, okay. So I went to another restaurant this week here locally. And I don't want to piss them off because I really liked the restaurant. And it was almost, it was worth the hassle. <laughs> but we got this little card. And it's supposed to be a QR thing on the, on the thing. We saw a lot of that during COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. And but for some reason my phone won't do this, and I've got, all, I've got all the apps and everything I need to have, but it wouldn't do it. Right. So we were down in the bar downstairs, and the guy brings these little seven inch uh, things. He says, "This is what we got." He showed us to us. So then we go up with their dinner, and the lady comes. She says, "Well, you need to do this, and you need to read our menu." I said, "Could we just get a menu? This doesn't work." Well, we don't have menus. We're having our menus changed, and I'll go see, but I don't think we have an extra iPod for you to look at up here. <laughs> well, you know how I am. Do you I'm, want my money or not? You know how I am. I'm always <laughs> compassionate to the fault. It's like, beat me, kick me, you know, <laughs> treat me bad. I'm only the customer. Yeah. So because I was with my wife and it was a special occasion, I didn't do my normal thing. I didn't get acerbic and nasty all at once. I kind of slid into it. <laughs> I said... So you're telling me as a customer, if I walk in here, so say I didn't bring a phone. Say I wanted a, a night away from the yeah, device. Yeah, yeah. Leave your phone at home. As yeah. it, my wife didn't have her phone. I had my phone. But what if we left it in the car? <laughs> Are you telling me you're not going to serve me because you won't provide me with the menu of the services and food that you you, you offer? Uh, well, I can see where that would happen. And I said, could you try to find something? So I'm messing with my phone, and I finally get it to work. But it's like on this, and this is it's a 20-page menu. <laughs> and if you've ever been to dinner with my wife, oh no, more than one choice is an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> Do I want this? Do I want that? Do I want it made like this? What am I going to drink with that? Which is all reasonable. Somebody's going in for a special dinner. They want to really take yeah. their time. But, you know, that's that's one of my shortfalls. I don't do that well. I don't shop. I buy. That's what I want. Put it in the bag. Shut up. Let me out the door. Don't talk about it. I don't need a commercial. So, But those are the kind of things that are coming. This technology, uh, and you put it in line with what happened in COVID where you couldn't touch things. You didn't want to c communicate germs and all that stuff. To each other. Somebody found a way to make that work. And then they thought, how do we make it work for us? We won't have to print menus. We won't have to handle cash. We won't have to go to the bank, which, if I'm on their side of the table, looks like a real good deal. Mm -hmm. 
But you know what? It signals the death of customer service. No, customer service. Who knows what that is anymore? I do. Yeah? I do. My company does. And I can't tell tell you the name of my company on here because they would get kind of upset, you know. But the point is, they're one of the premier customer service companies I, I know about. And I just happen to work for them. So I do. That's the problem. Yeah. I know what customer mm-hmm. service is about. I know what it entails. And I can tell you when it ain't there. It stopped about a generation ago. It's been dwindling. It's been cruising to a slow yeah. stop. <clears throat> but the thing is, and this is how I get through this malaise of discontent, <laughs> is that I try to relate to the server. You know, I always yeah. listen to their name. I always call them by their name. You know, and I never piss them off before I get the food. That's, that's, a, that's never a piss them off. I never send it back. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're on diet time. <laughs> Forget it. So anyway, kind of diverse here. But you know, we went. We had. We used to have our um, thing. We had uh, morons on the move. Oh yeah. And then we had uh, entertainment things going. So we're kind of trying to fold back in it because some people like that. So we thought we'd just hit some light stuff here and uh, the new shows that are coming out. You've seen some of them. They're not any better than they used to be. They're just remakes of the old stuff. Yeah. For the most part. You know, they should record some new laugh tracks. <laughs> You've been using the same one since 1950. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a, some new shows coming. So there's a new show coming. Did you see this one? The Ex-Prince of Bel-Air. The Ex-Prince. <laughs> starring Harry Markle, the royal formerly known as the Duke of Sussex. <laughs> I looked up what British slang for Sussex means. You know what it means? Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> so, you know. <clears throat> I haven't heard if uh, Megan's on there yet. Uh, I don't oh. think they have enough money to afford her. <laughs> and not spa- enough space to accommodate the ego. It's just not going to happen. So, and then uh, something came out of this. What, what I ask you about the Prince Harry and that other guy? Oh, Seth Rogen? Yeah. Are they the same person? Yeah. Have you ever seen them together? Never seen them together. I think it's they're the same Just wondering. Person. And, you know, who he, Harry's book's coming out real soon. And you know what the name of it is? No. Spare. It alludes to the fact that he's the second prince. Right. He's just a spare in case William doesn't make it. <laughs> but here's a guy who's going to complain that the entire royal mechanism mm. has squashed him. Yeah. And he, he's self-admitting that he thinks of himself as a spare. Obviously, he doesn't do bowling much. <laughs> 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 so, and then again in the news this week, we saw Hillary's back. Oh God, she just she's like the dog that keeps coming to the supper table to get a piece of steak, and you keep slapping on the nose, and they back <laughs> off for fifteen minutes, and, and, comes right and back they again. come on right back. <clears throat> so you know, uh, reportedly we heard that you know they found out you know she was kind of tripping and had wobbly, to be wobbly and had to be walking. put in the van. Yeah. You know, and, we, I personally thought it had to do something maybe with some alcohol to ease the pain, you know, or maybe she had a health problem. Well, it turns out she does have a health problem. What is that? They found that she has a five-pound prostate. <laughs> Can you imagine? Who, who knew? Explain some of the other stuff. Anyway, her husband, Bill, was reportedly said that he, he knows what her pain is like because he had had his penile implant leaks and one of them actually resulted in ruining monica's blue dress so he knows how embarrassing and how painful that can be he's a lovely husband isn't he? <laughs> yeah. i like that guy talk about a brave man 
to go to sleep next to that every night for 50 years, knowing she's a Marxist and will sacrifice <laughs> anything to get what she wants. Well, she did. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, she did. So um, so we used to have these things, movie of the week thing we used to go over. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, people seem to like that. Oh, yeah. So with everything that's going on in Ukraine and Russia and all the possibilities, and even in this country with all the – the, the left-wing stuff wanting everything to be free, and they want the government to run everything, and, and they want to do away with the, the, the opposition. So what's the recommendation? Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> and that's a really old movie. I think it was done by David Lean. He did several. He did uh, the, the Arabia movie. What was the one? Lawrence Arabia. Lawrence yeah. Arabia's really great early 60s mm-hmm. movies. But it really details uh, people who were living in what was in Russia at that time, what could be considered maybe the middle class. He was a doctor. His family was semi-well-off. Mm-hmm. Had, had a nice flat in, I don't know, it was Petersburg or Mo- Moscow. I don't remember what city it was oh, in. Yeah. But anyway, the the Bolsheviks come away, and they appropriate everything for the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's their plight of running out to the Ural Mountains and hiding in the cabin they had and trying to stay um, – well, the white Russians and the red Russians were all killing each other, and you kind of had to prove who you were mm-hmm. whenever whoever came through. Right. You yeah. could get whacked by anything. But it shows what happened to that society. Mm-hmm. And we all know from history what happened in Soviet Russia over the, the decades after that 20, 30 million people were killed, starved, whatever. But it shows what happens. And it, the sad part about that movie is it doesn't end happily. No. Oh, no. It just shows you what the after all the war and World War One and the revolution happened. It showed you what the day to day life was mm-hmm. for the people. And they were wandering on the streets, looking half dead. And uh, but it's an excellent movie. It, if if you watch it from the beginning to the end, you go, "Where did I see this?" And you say, "Oh, Fox News. <laughs> it's coming <laughs> to a neighborhood near you." So that's why you need to vote again. This is the voter special, the election special for yeah. for midterms. You have to really look at what these people represent, what they say they're going to do. And you need to take them at their word because the people that are saying some of this, what we consider crazy stuff, are doing it. They're not lying to you. They are doing what they say they're going to do. So you need to listen to them. And I realize that some of the people in your local election may be the friend of a cousin or a son-in-law or a brother-in-law or, you know, whatever, of somebody you know, and you want to support them because you know them. Well. Make sure you really know them before you punch that button. Because they say this every election. This is the most important election. Because we're on this downhill slide, and the brakes are wearing out. You are the brakes. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the road we're on, stop, turn it around. Because that's you got to vote, and that's what you got. That's your tool. Need to, yep. So that's that's a little preaching on that, right? (laughs) So, you know— I don't know what else we got here for this week. We just wanted to get in and just really punch up people to go vote. Um, and, you know, I, I would prefer that the people who don't like what I what I don't like uh, will just stay home and not vote. But that's not the American way. We want everyone to vote. We want everybody to go out and exercise your vote. Yeah. Because if you look at the math of it, if everybody in the country voted— each vote on the other side means a little less, <laughs> percentage, percentage wise. So that is, of course, in, taking that your side votes more than they do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, Boxfuls of uh, absentee ballots that show up. Yeah, don't be three mind- days after the election. <laughs> don't be mindless yeah. of who you're casting vote for. Yeah. I realize there's a lot of folks in our town who are union people, and I'm not union bashing. 
But don't vote for somebody just because your union steward told you you have to or the wink and the nod thing they give you. Yeah. Uh, you know, the National Education Association, they vote as a block Democrat. Yeah. Well, like you said earlier, you know, it's not the team, it's the game. It's the game we're worried about. <clears throat> right. So uh, I understand people have loyalties, but I would ask you again, are they justified? <laughs> yeah. You know, just take a look at what they're they're doing and what, what they propose to do and understand what you're voting for. It's, it's your right, but it's your responsibility, <laughs> not only to cast that vote, but to cast it for people that are the best at what they do. It's not supposed to be a popularity contest. And un- unfortunately, <laughs> Fortunately it is. And it's always kind of been that way. And it's kind of always going to have that component, yeah. but it's slid off the charts yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. If you look at the components of voting in America, <laughs> It's party affiliation and popularity. Yeah, the, the all the stuff you're standing that you're standing for wouldn't kind of get shoved aside, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. What do you have left for us here today? Uh, that's it. So well, you know, before we've said this before, and I want to say this again, if I can wrap it up, get in there. Uh, my. Uh, mouse is doing its own thing. It's become liberated. Uh, So, you know, we like to quote the Dalai Lama every now and again, and we use the same quote because it's a basis for how we'd like to see the world go, is that all beings want a happy life. Okay? Let's find a way to get through this place and smile about it. We need to make it a place we can smile about. Even when you don't get a menu. Even when you don't get a menu. Here's the thing. That's a first world problem. I still got fed. <laughs> you know, there's people in Africa and other places, yeah. they don't give a tinker's damn about a menu. <laughs> give me the plate. Give me the food. I don't care what's on it. Just I'll have feed the chicken. <laughs> so we are still spoiled in the West. We are. So true. Um, but like I said, all beings want a happy life. And uh, you can contribute to that even if you're on the opposing team. <laughs> And the best way you can do that is vote them out of office and we can all be happy again. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, I'm going to leave this. We've avoided doing this except kidding about it every once in a while. But I was approached about this pronoun thing. Again. And then I read something on the internet. I won't take credit for this, but I love this. I'm, I'm going to have a T-shirt made, right? <laughs> so, you know, making a true impact on society doesn't involve pronouns or identity politics. But since I was asked, I'll do my part to contribute to the gender identity. Okay? this I was born visible. Right? I identify as invisible. <laughs> Therefore, I'm transparent. <laughs> my preferred pronouns are who and where. <laughs> and with that, we'll say once more, go vote. <laughs> We're out. Peace out. <laughs>